In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Matthew 28:16. My name is Juan Elias and welcome to the One as One podcast, an ecumenical Christian experience where we try to embody Jesus' desire that his followers may be one as God is one. John 17:21. Our mission on this podcast is to foster a common Christian spirituality in the image of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit through prayer, knowledge, and relationships. Friends and fellow followers of Jesus, peace in Christ. Today we begin our journey through the Gospel of Mark. Let's begin with a nice, slow breath to help us to be aware of God's love for us. Thank you, Lord, for deeply loving us. We will now pray through the Gospel of Mark. With some brief research, I discover that all of the major Western churches have a similar three-year cycle of reading the Scriptures with the body of believers. That three-year cycle is included in what we call the lectionary. In referring to the Western churches, I mean the Roman Catholic Church, Lutheran, Anglican, I believe the Methodist, and those that would be considered those Western churches. And despite these divisions, this is one example of their shared heritage. The three-year cycle includes reading Matthew during year A, Mark during year B, and Luke during year C. For the Western churches, with Advent, this time of preparing to celebrate the birth of Jesus, there's the beginning of a new year of grace, or a new liturgical year. With Advent, beginning at the start of December, the Western churches will each begin a year dedicated to the Gospel of Mark. Praying through Mark will be a blessing not only for those of the Western churches, but for anyone that wants to study Mark or simply wants to become closer to the Lord. And today we're going to pray with the intro verse, Mark 1.1. This is the good news about Jesus, the Messiah, the Son of God. That's the New Living Translation. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, that is the English Standard Version, Catholic Edition. Arche tu evangeliu Jesu Christu huiu theiu. That's the Greek. And my translation from the Greek would be a beginning of the gospel of Jesus the Christ, the Son of God. Modern biblical scholarship has brought rich insights and understanding, but sometimes they bring complicated theories that confuse. Early Christian tradition assigns the Gospel of Mark to Mark, the disciple of Peter, the same Mark mentioned in the Acts of the Apostles. Some of those early Christian witnesses include Papias, a third-generation Christian who lived from the year 60 to 140, Clement of Alexandria, 
150 to 215, and Irenaeus 115 to 202. In my biblical training, I realize you're going to have many different interpretations, and you need to make a an educated guess. Pope Benedict XVI talked about that need to interpret from faith. So I'm making a faith choice in addition to an educated choice of choosing to go with the early Christian witnesses while not neglecting the positive insights of modern scholarship. Who is Mark's audience? Who is he crafting the gospel story for? The gospel is dedicated to Roman Christians. This means they are steeped and raised in the Roman culture, and it's not Jewish. Some proof of this culture in the gospel is the use of the Latin-based words. Roman Christians were Christians in crisis. They were believers who were facing persecution around the time of Nero. This is a very early gospel. And some of those were just coming to discipleship and needed to move quickly in their faith. Features of Mark's gospel include a theology of the cross, the realism and humanity of Jesus, the meaning of discipleship, a very quick pace in this gospel, focusing on the time of Jesus' ministry, the power and authority of Jesus, more so than the teaching Jesus, and the use of very common street Greek language. Some people look down on this gospel as uneducated or vulgar. And Mark's thesis statement, what he's going to prove in this gospel, is found in that introductory verse a beginning of the gospel of Jesus the Christ, the Son of God. Mark's going to show us how Jesus is the Messiah and how he is the Son of God. Let's begin now to reflect. Notice the unique features that set Mark's gospel apart. Notice Mark's thesis statement. A beginning of the gospel of Jesus the Christ, the Son of God. The Holy Spirit produced a unique gospel using the one gospel of Christ in collaboration with Mark the Evangelist. This included Mark's humanity, his personality, his perspective, his culture and experiences, the people around him with their humanity, perspectives, and culture. The gospel of Jesus is one, but the Holy Spirit ensures that the gospel fits the audience. The Holy Spirit ensures that the audience can understand the gospel in their own native tongue, as in the Pentecost event. How do you hear and experience the gospel of Jesus? 
How has the Holy Spirit translated the one gospel of Jesus in your native tongue and culture? What features are important to you and what features would you emphasize? Who has God put into your life and who is God calling you to share that gospel experience with? What would be your thesis statement? I want to pray with this. Lord Jesus, why do I think of my way of relating to you as being the only way? Why do I not celebrate more more the many ways that people believe in you and come to follow you. Mark is an example of one way of proclaiming your gospel and the mystery and beauty of who you are. Help me to learn in this new year of grace the richness of Mark's perspective and experience of who you are. Help me to be open to the richness of other believers' experience and perspective of you. Help me to own and celebrate my perspectives and experiences of you and to share it with those that you put in the different circles of my life. Expand my heart. Fill my heart. Let me share my heart. Be my heart. Jesus, expand my heart. Fill my heart. Let me share my heart. Be my heart. Jesus. Let's take a moment to encounter the Spirit of God with our own spirits and to speak to Jesus through that language of silence. Let's go ahead and begin a minute of silence and use the name of Jesus to keep us in that silent encounter. Jesus. for loving me and being with me and calling me to be with you.
As we begin this year of going through the Gospel of Mark, one way to bring this into our life, I just want to challenge you to think, what kind of commitment can you make to praying and studying the Gospel of Mark in this year of grace? What kind of commitment and action do you want to take? We conclude. This is Juan Elias on the One is One podcast, the ecumenical Christian experience. And I just want to invite you at the beginning of this year of grace and the beginning of the Gospel of Mark, uh, join me for this adventure, for this journey of discovering the fruits of the Spirit in our lives in this new year of grace. Please support this ministry by praying, subscribing, and sharing with others. To foster a sense of community, I invite you to dialogue on X with the username at TrinityLife31. If you're interested in sponsoring episodes or if you feel called to support this ministry in other ways, you may reach out to me at TrinityLife31 at gmail.com. I'm also available for talks, conferences, and retreats for different sizes of groups and churches. If you are struggling and need a faith-based support, try in-person or online biblical counseling at TheAnswerAZ.com. For a discount on Bible study, uh, please use the link in the description. The One is One podcast is ecumenical at the service of all believers and is not affiliated with any particular church. Let's continue to journey together. Until next time, may you abide in the life of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.